is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. need to introduce myself. I've never been so pissed off in my life. First, the other phony charges against Donald Trump on the documents. And as I said Sunday on Fox, and as I've told you folks over and over and again, this prosecutor is he is a Stalin's best friend, posthumously. I just read these 45 pages, this so-called indictment. This reads like nothing more than a white paper from the DNC or endless editorials from the New York Times. There is not a syllable of criminality, not a syllable of criminality that can be explained in these 45 pages. It's an attack on free speech. It's an attack on the political system. It's an attack on the right of a president to challenge an election. Whether he asks his vice president to change a position, which is perfectly constitutional. Whether he's asking state officials to see what they can do, perfectly, perfectly legitimate. And you'll notice what's missing. There's no charges of treason or insurrection or anything of that kind. They didn't have it. It never happened. How could it when he's the one who offered 10,000 National Guardsmen? So what did, what did this guy Smith do? Exactly what I said on Sunday he would do. He takes these statutes and he rewrites them. And I'm glad to see the other legal analysts have finally figured that out. I'll get into it. We're going to get into it. But it's really quite incredible. Count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. How so? How so? Count two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. How so? By having opinions? By fighting the election process? By fighting within the election process? 
by challenging the results of the election? My God, can you imagine how big the prison would have to be if count two applied to everybody, including Hillary Clinton? Count three, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. Wow, then we ought to be rounding up Jamie Raskin and all the rest of them. That's a completely bogus charge. Count for a conspiracy against rights. That is the rights of every voter in America. It was a conspiracy against all of you. This is crap. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. And Jack Smith's going to get up there. He's going to read a statement, and then he'll leave. We'll cover it because I'm dealing with it. I've asked Mr. Producer, unfortunately, at the 11th hour, because here we are, to pull my monologue from Sunday on Fox, because I want to play it for you. The judge chosen in this case, you ready for this? Is one of the radical left-wing judges appointed by Obama. Trump always gets an Obama judge. How's that? How does that work? He always gets a radical left-wing Obama judge. The first minute I would have as a judge, I would demand that Jack Smith present himself in my courtroom. And I would say, what the hell are you trying to do? We have a presidential election. You drop these bombshells like this, like they have some meaning? They have no meaning. None. A president is free to tell the vice president of the United States, you should not accept those electors. My lawyers tell me X. And yet, that's a crime now. That's a crime now. Calling officials in a state. That's now a crime. It's a crime. Yes. There is nothing new in this indictment. Zero. There's nothing here. Lawyers are allowed to have their opinions. I suspect some of them have been indicted, but their names have not been revealed. There's six of them. President's allowed to have an opinion. He says, from... On or about November 14, 2020 through January 20, 2021 in the District of Columbia, the defendant did knowingly combine, conspire, confederate, and agree with co-conspirators known and unknown to the grand jury to defraud the United States by using dishonesty, fraud, deceit, to impair, obstruct, and defeat the lawful federal government function by which the results of presidential elections are collected, counted, and certified by the federal government. Who wrote this? Joe Scarborough? The purpose of the conspiracy was to overturn the legitimate results of the 2020 presidential election. Can you imagine if this holds up? Can you imagine? By using knowingly false claims of election fraud to obstruct the federal government function by which those results are collected, counted, and certified. First of all, he believed them. That's number one. Number two, they're not all false. But number three, let's pretend they're all false. So what? Now, if you don't believe 
that we have an unelected rogue federal prosecutor with a team of rogue federal prosecutors that he chose as his, from his former positions at the Department of Justice. If you don't believe that Merrick Garland's behind him, Merrick Garland has to approve every one of these charges. If you don't believe that they're trying to usurp our election, I will take a break, but not for long. Here comes the hitman himself. Go ahead when you're Good ready, evening. Mr. Producer. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. He didn't charge him with that. It's described in the indictment. It was fueled by lies. Uh -huh. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. What does this have to do with They're any patriots of this? and they are the very best of us. Nothing. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives in the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our capital, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This case is brought consistent with that commitment. No, it's not. And our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until uh -huh. proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. Clarence Darrow, everybody. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office, as well as the many career prosecutors and law enforcement agents from around the country who have worked on previous January 6th investigations. These women and men are public servants of the very highest order, and it is a privilege to work alongside them. Thank you. Why didn't you charge any of the other co-conspirators at this event? That's it, America. The man in charge of America's next presidential election, who is clearly rooting for Joe Biden, as is his boss, Merrick Garland, he's spoken. That's it. With his secret grand jury, with his secret personnel, with his secret decision-making, all the power that a rogue Stalinist prosecutor needs, he will have more say in this election than anybody has ever had in any election. That was a speech given by an a-hole to the media and to the Democrats. 
He doesn't care what you think. He obstructed the government, did Trump. Had a funny way of showing it. He left office when he was supposed to. He offered 10,000 guardsmen, which is why they couldn't bring those other charges speculated by former federal prosecutors on CNN and MSNBC. So he, he dusts off these ridiculous statutes and applies them. I've got a lot more to say. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. If this doesn't demonstrate to all of you that the Democrat Party will do anything for power, we saw a few days ago it'll do anything to protect its president, its candidate, and you see again today in really the worst way I've ever seen that it doesn't care what you think when it goes after the opposing party, the opposing potential nominee, then nothing I say can persuade you. The Democrat Party knows it has the media in its back pocket. The Democrat Party knows it has the Department of Justice in its back pocket. The Democrat Party knows it has the grand jury in Washington, in Manhattan, in Albany, in Alabama, excuse me, in, in, uh, in Atlanta, in its back pocket. It knows all these things. You know, what's interesting, America, is I pulled... Hold on, let me get them. I did something I almost never do. I bought the Washington Post. On the front page, there's not a mention of the Devin Archer testimony and the consequences for that. Not one word. Not one word. So it's censorship. And it's not just the Washington Post. Then I bought the New York Times. Not one word on the front page about the devastating testimony of Devin Archer and what took place. Not a word. The same newspaper that covered up for the Holocaust and the Third Reich and the Nazis and Stalin is covering up now. Not a word. Then I bought the Wall Street Journal. Now, apart, of course, apart from, of course, the editorial page on the front page... Not one word. Nothing. Then I bought USA Today. Not one word on the Devin Archer matter. In fact, the front page on the left side, the Trump inquiry, special counsel cards are held close. Jack Smith's pattern, go dark and stay there. By Josh Meyer. Of course, Josh Meyer's a liar. 
because Smith and his people have a horrendous history of leaking. So the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, not a word. Nothing about the Devin Archer testimony. Not a word. This indictment against Donald Trump, you know, the legal analysts are out there saying, you know, the first one was more significant. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. This guy, Jack Smith, should be in prison for what he's done to people, what he's done to this country. He should be in prison. And so should all of his comrades. When you talk about interfering with an election or denying people the right to vote, he's the perfect example. He's the example. Conspiracy to defraud the United States doesn't even make any sense. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, the candidate's part of the official proceeding. He's allowed to vigorously, aggressively challenge the results of an election. It's done all the time. He can do it in the states. He can do it in Congress. He can do it with free speech. That's part of the system. Now it's criminalized. So where is the line drawn here? Where? Obstruction and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. That's what we call piling on. Then count four, conspiracy against rights. Nobody uses conspiracy against rights. That means conspiracy, I assume, as I read it, conspiracy against the American people and their right to vote. Wow. The problem is this. You see how the Republicans today will not support in a unanimous way the appointment of a special counsel to go after Joe Biden. You see the Republicans today will not support in a unanimous way even an impeachment inquiry to go after Joe Biden. But the Democrats will do anything and everything to destroy this country. Because they hate us. And they hate the country. And they want one party rule. That's what they want. Because that's what fascistic and Marxist regimes do. They want one party monopoly rule. And they're close to having it. I'll be right back. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Mark Levin, tough as hell. That's why I like Mark Levin. And I'm not sure a lot of people like him. He's tough as hell. But I like him. 
I love them. Call in now. 877-381-3811. Well, let's see how many of the members of the Republican leadership in the Senate speak out, huh? That Mark Short, who's uh, Mike Pence's top assistant, I don't know what he's saying on Fox, but he ought to rub that stupid look off his face. What are the rules now for running, challenging, and disputing elections? What are they? What are they? What can a candidate, when can a candidate rely on legal advice and when can't a candidate rely on legal advice? Is the president not free to discuss decisions about electors with his vice president now? Is the president free to publicly dispute election results? No, but don't you understand, Mark, judges already ruled. Oh, I see. So when the Democrats attack the U.S. Supreme Court after that, they should keep their mouths shut after the court rules? Is that about right? The electoral process now not purely political, but subject to subsequent review by prosecutors. Subsequent review. After the fact. They can look at it and say, you know what? You shouldn't have followed that legal advice. You know what? You shouldn't have called that Secretary of State. Why not? Why not? He can call Secretaries of State till he's blue in the face. He can challenge election results till he's blue in the face. And I told you even before the legal analysts that what Jack Smith had absolutely nothing to do with the charges here. Talks about the riot. There's nothing in these 45 pages accusing Trump of causing a riot. Their entire house of cards has fallen. So they come up with this cockamamie crap. Now, people say now the Republicans can do it, but they don't. We've got the Chris Christie's of the world. The Mitch McConnell's and the boys. They don't do the same thing. You've got enough information not just to have an impeachment hearing, but to have a vote tonight on Joe Biden. No, no, no. We've got to build a case, don't you? Well, what do you want to build, for God's sakes? And the crap senators. Mitch McConnell says, I would have had a majority, but you know what? You're the leader of the Republicans, and you suck. I don't see why we should give you a majority, a minority. You'll suck whether you're in the majority. You'll suck whether you're in the minority. You have sucked for 15 damn years. If good men and women aren't going to speak out now, it's over. It's over. The media are corrupt. The whole system is corrupt. The fact is the Democrat Party has dragged us to this point. The Democrat Party is behind this. They were behind Russia collusion, two impeachments, Mueller investigation. They challenged not just Trump's election. The moron in Waco who sits there with that stupid look on his face. <coughs> Thank you.
says nothing about what's going on. That's right, I said it. It's unbelievable. I guess this means Chris Christie's going to get more FaceTime on cable and meet the press and ABC. Yeah, we need to hear from Chris, don't we? So relevant. But that's the problem. I can tell you right now, the Democrat Party wouldn't tolerate this for two seconds. They're already out there defending Joe Biden. Leave poor Hunter alone. He's just Joe loving his son. Don't interfere with the family. Oh, this bull crap. But look at this. They drop indictments like it's no big deal. They interfere with a presidential election. They want to decide who the Republican nominee is going to be. And if I hear one more time, every time he's indicted, his polls go up with Republicans. But he still has to run in a general election. And trust me when I tell you, look around you. There's a lot of stupid people who vote in the general election. Look around you. There's a lot of stupid out there. This is a war against the country. That's exactly what it is. Jack Smith has destroyed our electoral system. That's what he's accomplished. I'll say it. Nobody else will. Jack Smith has destroyed our electoral system. And now he's in front of an Obama judge. Oh, let's see how she does. Nobody will say, well, she's partisan. She's left wing. She's this or that. Nobody. As far as I'm concerned. Pretty amazing. Every day gets worse around here. Then the idiot Atlanta will be next. The next Democrat prosecutor will step up. The whole legal system is corrupt. I don't even know why I'm a member of the bar. I was going to resign. My wife said, no, you never know. I can't stand it. I can't stand it anymore. I spent 40, actually longer. I graduated law school. I was 23. So what is that, Mr. I have spent 42 and a half years as a lawyer. As a lawyer. It's unbelievable what I see here. It's just appalling. So now a prosecutor can look at a federal election can listen to what a presidential candidate or a senatorial candidate or a congressional candidate has said. Why, the judge has a final say? All these judges aren't even supposed to be involved in this process. What they have said? And I could decide if that was an effort to obstruct the legitimate outcome of an election? What are they talking about? You would think even the worst never-Trumpers would come forward and condemn this. You would think. But they won't. This is why I will never stop defending this man. All the rest of it, the name call it, means nothing to me. Nothing to me. But I will defend him to my last breath because I know as a matter of fact 
that what's corrupt here is the people who are trying to put him in prison the rest of his life. Put him in prison for speaking? I will say it now. Hopefully the backbenchers will regurgitate it tonight and tomorrow. Jack Smith has just destroyed the American electoral system. He's destroyed it just by bringing these charges. Whether they're thrown out, conviction, it only will get worse from here. He has destroyed the American electoral system. Destroyed it. Now, any U.S. attorney in the United States of America will have an open door to call witnesses, to put them in front of grand juries, to subpoena information, to question election results, to question somebody questioning election results, President of the United States. It won't matter if it's in the middle of an election, after an election, before an election. None of it will matter. This is why this has never been done before in American history. Never. There have been many challenges to elections. There was a challenge in 2000. Makes me wonder if Jack Smith were in charge, if Merrick Garland were in charge, would people be indicted because they dared to challenge the legitimacy of Chad's? Of the Supreme Court of Florida, they spoke, you know. They spoke. You can't challenge them. Well, the Supreme Court of the United States did. I warned you about this man before anybody else. I dug into his background. I know what we were dealing with. Same with the court system in Washington, D.C. I warned you. I told you. Not that there's anything you can do. Not that there's anything I can do. I brought Governor McDonald on the program Sunday so you could hear for yourselves what that man went through. Indicts his wife, for God's sakes. But don't worry. Don't worry, wife. If you testify against your husband, we will not, we will not imprison you. This guy is dirty. This guy has been roaming this country looking for people to to hunt, to punish. I want to remind you, it was he who went after the Tea Party. He went after the Tea Party. The government wound up paying $3.5 million to various groups. Unbelievable. William Hurd, Will Hurd says, Trump is running for president to stay out of prison, scam his supporters into footing his legal bills. And this latest indictment demonstrates he's unfit for office. Asa Hutchison, it's another sad day for America with a former president being charged criminally. These are the loathsome bottom feeders of the Republican Party swamp. They can't wait to put out statements. These are hyenas. And I could only wish that 10% of what's been done to Trump would happen to them. They're opportunists. They seek to draw attention to themselves. They're self-righteous, pathetic buffoons. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin'. 
You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Yeah, that's perplexing listening to these fools on TV and radio. He keeps getting indicted, but his popularity keeps going up in the base in the Republican Party, Mr. Producer. Because what is he being indicted for? Everybody agrees the Manhattan DA, a Soros hack, brought a bogus case. So we're supposed to have a lesser opinion of Trump? I've gone through the documents case till I'm blue in the face. We all know about Hillary and her destruction of information. We all know about the Presidential Records Act that has been bypassed by this prosecutor. We also know of all the abuses if you listen to this program. So why would that say, you know what? We don't like him anymore. And now this. Hakeem Jeffries whose family has a long history of anti-Semitism and racism, the Democrat Party leader, he gets up and he says, talks about January 6th and the riots. Trump's not charged with insurrection or riots or anything of the kind. So what is that harebrained talking about? And most of what, as I told you, even before he finished, during the course of his his, uh, his statement, That Jack Smith, what he was talking about, had nothing to do with his indictments. The attacks on the police, the riot that day. What is that? That was a speech to Democrats and to the media. That had nothing to do with what he did, the charges that is. I'll tell you this briefly. I was looking. Somebody actually brought it to my attention, and there's a couple of books coming out. One by Rachel Maddow in October. And she's talking about how after the war, the Nazis and some conservative groups in America were working together to try and Nazify America. In so many words, the book's not out yet, so I haven't read it. Then there's some other woman who apparently is big on Facebook talking about how it is that the radical left are the true small d Democrats. The principles of the founding and are what they actually support. And I thought to myself, these books get the number one and number two on Amazon. Because the other side is fired up. They never get dispirited. They want all of us to go to prison or to shut up or to turn our children over to the teachers' unions or whatever it is, and they're succeeding. And they're succeeding. 
Is this Merrick Garland speaking now, Mr. Producer? Yes, I want it now. Here we go. Attack on our democracy. The career men and women of the Justice Department engaged in what has become the largest investigation in our history. In November last, I appointed Jack Smith, a special counsel, to take on the ongoing investigation in order to underline the department's commitment to accountability and independence. Mr. Smith and his team, experienced, principled, career agents, prosecutors, have followed the facts and the law. Ah, shut up, you... This is why I need to do a podcast. Shut up, you creep. You jerk. Make me sick. As they do injustice, they pretend righteously that they're doing justice. Isn't that just like the Marxists and the fascists? Self-aggrandizing buffoons. Trump made all these false statements about the election. Oh, I see. How about Biden? How about all his false statements? Folks, politicians say what they say. The point is, we now have prosecutors who are going to make a determination if tr- statements are true or false. This is how this stuff gets into the, into the ether. This is how they have censorship boards at one department or another. This is how they have attacks on what they call malinformation, misinformation, disinformation, and censorship. This is their boy, this Jack Smith. But let me just say this. I was pointing out that these leftists write these books, and they're gobbled up. Because they know ideas have consequences. And they push out their lies, their spin, their distortion of history and facts, to millions and millions of their followers. The whole point of my book, The Democrat Party Hates America, is to challenge that, is to take them on. I had no idea these other two books were coming on, but how propitious. That's good. That mine is coming out when it's coming out. Folks, you've got to be prepared. People are being brainwashed. They're being indoctrinated. We now have the effort to monopolize and have one party rule in this country, the Democrat Party. That's what's going on here. They're going to decide if Republicans can challenge elections or not. And if they do, they want to threaten them, intimidate them, and imprison them. Republicans don't do this. They don't even speak out tonight as I speak to you. Not even tonight will they speak out. Donald Trump committed no crimes on or around January 6th. He committed no crimes in Georgia. He didn't commit any crime. He was challenging an election in a hundred different ways. And you're allowed to do it. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. 
I want to move quickly to play what I said Sunday night because you'll see how correct this was. And I couldn't say it better a second time around. This is from Life, Liberty, and Levin. Go. There's a lot been said about these new indictments that have been brought against President Trump, a superseding list of indictments. And I want to get into this so-called superseding list a little bit later. But that said, what everybody's missing here is President Trump didn't delete a single video. How do I know that? I read this indictment. He is charged with trying to get employees to delete videos, attempted to delete Mar-a-Lago security footage sought by the grand jury investigating the mishandling of government records. So these records were not deleted. They have all the video, over nine months worth of video. So what they're doing here is piling on with a he said, he said. They're trying to get somebody to flip uh, one of these uh, individuals, a maintenance man, an IT person, you know, the little people they're going after. Uh, because uh, the truth is, the rest of their case is very, very vulnerable. This is vulnerable, too, in my view. But it's very, very vulnerable. I want to get into that in a second. But before I do, I want you to look at this chart to demonstrate to you that when Merrick Garland said, we're going to have a special counsel, the purpose of a special counsel is to have a prosecutor who's outside main justice to bring in fresh faces, fresh blood, so you don't have a conflict of interest or an appearance of a conflict of interest. It's not to set up your own federal government law firm with unlimited resources, 60 prosecutors and investigators to target a former president of the United States. And that's exactly what's taken place. Jack Smith was sent to The Hague because he was a lousy, overzealous, failed prosecutor who formerly headed the public integrity section of the Department of Justice. And I want to get into this. Who is Jack Smith? He was chief of the public integrity section from 2010 to 2015. Who did he report to ultimately? Eric Holder. And you're going to see Eric Holder has a lot to do with a lot of the people who are now involved in hunting down Donald Trump. He served under Attorney General Eric Holder. He oversaw the IRS targeting of the Tea Party during the Obama administration. He oversaw the, the failed, ultimately, prosecutions of Governor McDonnell, of Senator Menendez, of Senator Edwards. He worked with FBI Director James Comey as head of the Public Integrity Section. He worked with FBI General Counsel Andrew Weissman, who you're quite familiar with, as head of the Public Integrity Section. Does this sound like a man who is independent from the Department of Justice? Does it sound like a man who's independent from the Democrat Party? He was chosen on the recommendation of Lisa Monaco, the Deputy Attorney General, who had multiple positions, senior positions in the Obama Department of Justice, also primarily under Eric Holder. Her deputy, Marshall Miller, worked with Smith for years in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn and recommended Smith to Monaco, as the story goes, who in turn recommended uh, Smith to Merrick Garland. Out of all the people they could have chosen in America, they go to The Hague to bring back Smith because he's a hitman. Judge Barrell was the judge who oversaw all these motions that were filed by the Trump lawyers and the government. She ruled 100 percent against Donald Trump, 100 percent for the government. 
and she's since retired. But the damage is done. Who's Judge Beryl? How? She worked for former Democrat senator on the Hill, Patrick Leahy, for 10 years. That was her claim to fame. And she, of course, was appointed by Obama. And let's go through several more of these people. We have a gentleman by the name of David Harbach. He is typically the chief litigator for uh, Smith. He's known him a long time. Former special counsel to FBI Director James Comey. I'm trying to show you the incestuous relationship. These people coming out of Maine Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office, mostly Democrats, Democrat operatives. They've known each other for decades. So have many of the judges who were appointed. They come out of Maine Justice and so forth and so on. This is why Republicans don't have a chance when they're caught up in something involving the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office in the District of Columbia. They don't have a chance. The grand juries are chosen from a population that voted 5% for Trump, 93% for Biden. And the courts, I'll get to in a minute, lopsided Democrat, lopsided Obama and Biden. More about this fella Harbach. He's a real nasty bird. He served with Jack Smith in the public integrity section, top official there. He prosecuted Bob McDonald, John Edwards, and Bob Menendez. And he was in a Florida courtroom the other week making outrageous arguments in front of Judge Cannon, who I've had second thoughts on. I actually think she's now doing a pretty good job as I read all the transcript and so forth. She's actually doing a pretty good job. Let's see how it turns out overall. She's not one of these D.C. judges, which I'll get to in a second. We have Jay Bratt. Who's Jay Bratt? Jay Bratt's been a justice a long time. He got a special award from Eric Holder several years back. He's the chief of counter intel and customs and all the rest of it. He's a former assistant U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C., He's uh, directly involved in the Mar-a-Lago search. He argued strongly for the search warrant, for the FBI raid. He's over the top. He, is, uh, he knows very few bounds. He was in that same Florida courtroom the other week with Harbach. These are the people who Smith has brought in. He is accused by Stanley Woodward, who represents the co-defendant to Donald Trump, of extortion. He is accused of waiving a federal judgeship in front of this attorney who is trying to become a federal judge in Washington, D.C., uh, for favorable testimony from a client against Donald Trump. The fact that this guy shows up in a federal courtroom in Florida without that being resolved is, is unbelievable to me. But that's who he is. Another hitman. Then we have Raymond Hustler, another guy that comes out of the public integrity section. So what Jack Smith did is he brought all of his guys back, all the people who have abused the law in the past, all the people who have abused and targeted individuals and turned them into defendants in the past. He's brought them all into his special independent counsel office, all come out of Maine Justice. Most come out of the Holder regime when he was there. He hired Harbach. He was involved in the McDonald Edwards Mendendez cases as well. Who is Julie Edelstein? She's a deputy to Brett. Julie Edelstein interned for whom? Representative Benny Thompson. Okay. Who's Mary Dorman? Mary Dorman clerked for former Chief Judge Beryl Howe. How the hell was she on the case with a conflict of interest like that? Doesn't matter. So there she is, a prosecutor in the case. 
Timothy Durie. Who is he? He's another hunter. He donated to the 2020 Biden campaign. Well, what about that? Isn't that a serious issue? You would think it would be, right? And there's more. This is what I found after many, many hours of investigation. And the funny thing is, Judicial Watch has sued the Department of Justice and the special counsel's office because they won't release the names of all their personnel. Can you imagine that? We knew all the people who worked for Mueller. Why? Because Smith doesn't want you to know that he's hired hitmen, hatchetmen from the Department of Justice, Maine Justice, from the U.S. Attorney's Office, people who worked with him in public integrity, people with connections to the James Comey, almost all of whom served under uh, Eric Holder, people with connections to uh, Obama. And that is essentially the group of individuals who every day are looking for ways to take out Donald Trump. I want you to know this. And every day are looking for ways to take out the people who work for Donald Trump or work for Donald Trump. And of course, they're trying to interfere with the election. It's not that they are, as a matter of fact, it is they are as an affirmative matter of fact. They are of the same mindset as the prior group that worked so hard to interfere in the last election, which was pointed out by U.S. Attorney Durham. Nothing has changed over there. And by the way, this guy Weissman, Andrew Weissman, became head of the Enron Task Force. You know who appointed him to be head of the Enron Task Force when he was assistant attorney general for the criminal division? Christopher Wray, the current FBI director who Chris Christie has vouched for, of course. So this whole thing stinks. Now, let's look at the judges in Washington, D.C., shall we? The Democrats have worked very, very hard, Obama, Biden especially, to appoint activists, left-wing Democrat judges in these district court-level, trial-level judgeships. First, we had Judge Howe, who has since retired. Before she retired, the day she retired, she issued a very controversial decision because Jack Smith wanted to get the information and notes of Donald Trump's lawyer involved in the, do in the documents case. Attorney-client privilege exists to protect your due process rights. If you can't consult with your lawyer, that's fine. Well, there's a crime fraud exception. We have no idea what she, how she ruled. We don't have the order. We don't know a damn thing about what she did. But we do know that she's ruled against Trump every step of the way and ruled for Smith and his predecessor every step of the way. She's since retired. She was replaced with Chief Judge James Bosberg, who appointed him, Obama. He used to work in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, too. There's another judge, Judge Rudolph Contreras, Obama appointee. He worked in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, D.C. at one point. Judge Christopher Cooper, Obama judge. He worked as in the U.S. Department of Justice in Washington, D.C. Judge Tanya Chutkin, an Obama judge. She was in the D.C. Public Defender Office, that is, in Washington. Judge Randolph Moss. He worked at the U.S. Department of Justice in Washington, appointed by Obama. Judge Amit Mehta worked in the D.C. Public Defender Office, appointed by Obama. You have Judge Timothy Kelly, appointed by Trump. But Kelly worked in the U.S. Attorney's Office. He worked in the Public Integrity Section at the Department of Justice. And that's important because there's this relationship, professional relationship, Social relationship. I almost don't 
care who appoints you that exists in the swamp. We have Judge Trevor McFadden, who was a, in the U.S. Attorney's Office at Maine Justice also, a uh, Trump appointee. We have Judge Debney Friedrich, was at the U.S. Sentencing Commission, Maine Justice under Bush, appointed by Trump. We have Judge Nichols. I don't know much about Judge Nichols. Then we have Judges Gia M. Cobb, Public Defender's Office in D.C., appointed by Biden. Judge Anna Reyes, appointed by Biden. So you have 10 of the 12 judges in the D.C. Circuit area, in the D.C. Court, who worked at Maine Justice. Eight of the 12 were appointed by Obama or Biden. The chief judge was appointed by Obama. The prior chief judge was appointed by Obama. The grand jury is made up of citizens from the District of Columbia, 5% of whom voted for Donald Trump. This is why the grand jury was used in Washington, D.C. to take out Trump. This is why all those original charges were brought by the grand jury in Washington, D.C., because where they were supposed to go and where this grand jury was supposed to be working and investigating all these months was in Florida. Here's the United States Department of Justice manual for U.S. attorneys. And you look at 9-11.121, venue limitations. This is required. Venue limitations. One sentence. A case should not be presented to a grand jury in a district unless venue for the offense lies in that district. The documents case is in Florida. All the work was done in Washington, D.C. These lawyers for Donald Trump need to file a motion. They shouldn't wait for the trial. They ought to file a motion to dismiss for prosecutorial misconduct and because they changed the venue, the basis of venue shopping, I would call it. And so all these charges should be thrown out. The rules of the Department of Justice are 100% clear and uh, grand jurors are supposed to be uh, chosen from the district in which the activities took place and any charges would be brought. That was clearly violated. They should immediately bring a motion to dismiss the search warrant. I talked about this the other week. It's a general warrant. Uh, it would end the entire case. They should have a Frank's hearing. That is a hearing with the judge on the basis for the warrant, the information that was in the warrant, and whether any uh, uh, exculpatory information was concealed from the court. Uh, so there should be a mis mis also a motion to dismiss for prosecutorial misconduct involving Jay Bratt, who was in the judge's courtroom in Florida for allegedly extorting one of the defendants in the case, the attorney for one of the defendants in the case. That is still under secret review by a judge in the District of Columbia. This case belongs in Florida, all of it. One other point involving this deal that fell through with Department of Justice, Hunter Biden. I think a lot of people are missing another fact. This judge in Wilmington is not part of the social professional swamp of judges in Washington, D.C. She's in Wilmington, Delaware. I looked at her background. She has no connection to those people. An honest judge with integrity who is not biased makes a huge difference in this country. That's what happened. The Biden lawyers and the Department of Justice are used to being rubber stamped. The Department of Justice has been rubber stamped all throughout the Trump investigation. That is, the judges have upheld virtually every single thing they've wanted to do, including all the abuses. This judge is not part of that circle. She's in Wilmington.
The judge in Florida, Judge Cannon's not part of this circle. That's why they trash her and they're trying to influence her. She's not part of that circle. So that's what's important to understand when people say, how did they expect to get away with this? Because they're used to getting away with it. Except when you move outside of Washington, don't get me wrong. The courts aren't perfect. But when you move outside of Washington, you actually have a chance at justice and due process. That's what happened in Wilmington. Let's hope it continues. And that's hopefully what will happen in Florida. And we're live here. The Democrat Party is responsible for this. It seeks to permanently control our governmental institutions. This is from the Democrat Party Hates America. Just as it dominates our cultural entities from the media to academia, from entertainment to science, it seeks to delegitimize and eviscerate the Constitution, including the Bill of Rights. And that's exactly what's taking place today, America. Exactly. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. I learned a long time ago, whether in this business on radio, whether on Fox, whether on Blaze, whether as a practicing lawyer, you have to lead because most of these other people are followers. And so you heard what I said, if you weren't able to watch it on Fox. And among other things, I said, we need to look at the judges. So I want to thank some of the backbenchers who are finally starting to look at the judges who are involved in this matter. And the judge who has selected to handle this case is one of the worst on the court. One of the worst in Washington, D.C. Big Obamaite, radical leftist, has put the harshest, the harshest punishments on January 6th protesters. She's the judge now. See, now, all about Smith and his people now as a result of that monologue. You know all about the judges. You know, the backbenchers will pick up the pieces. I hope they do. I'll be right back. You know what company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk that also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team 
right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. If you turn off your radio and open the window... You can probably hear him straight from the studio. Call Mark Levin at 877-381-3811. Just so you understand how bad this is. Lawyers who gave advice to President Trump that the prosecutors disagree with, they've been indicted for giving what the prosecutors believe is wrong advice. They've indicted four lawyers. Who gave advice that they don't agree with? Including John Eastman has said, yes, they've indicted me. I can only imagine who the others are. I assume this guy, probably, Clark from the Department of Justice, I don't know this as a fact, could be Rudy for all I know. Do you understand all the trampling of our traditions and processes that have taken place here? Step back and ask yourself... What the Founding Fathers would think of this. What the framers of the Constitution would think of this. That an unelected prosecutor reporting to an unelected Attorney General of the same party under the opposition party to the man they're charging and trying to imprison till he dies have interfered with an election. Understand, this is the first time that's been done in American history. Donald Trump isn't any better or worse than any of these other candidates that came before him. I want you to think about what's happening here. Our electoral system, our constitutional electoral system that goes to the core of our country was just destroyed. And somehow a radical Obama judge has the case. As they get all Trump cases in Washington, D.C., which is why I said what I said during the monologue. It's not just criminalizing politics, as I've said for a long time. It's more than that. They have now destroyed our electoral system. What are the rules now? What are the rules? And does a prosecutor, an attorney general, after the fact, get to look back with 2020 hindsight and decide what should have been said and shouldn't have been said? And if a president or a candidate doesn't roll over given a court ruling or something like that, of course, the Democrats never roll over when there's a court ruling, whether it's the Supreme Court or any court. But imagine this. As I've told you before, This entire January 6th thing, there's no insurrection. That's why nobody's charged with an insurrection, that is, the president or his lawyers. There's no evidence, nothing. If there'd been some evidence, something in writing, a text, an email, anything, we would have seen it by now. There's nothing except exculpatory information. Do they need 10,000 National Guardsmen, armed, army, reservists, National Guardsmen? They turned it down, Mr. President. Oh, okay. That's why he wasn't charged with that. 
This one statute, the fraud statute, it doesn't even apply to this. It applies to financial frauds, Mr. Producer. I was looking at it up during the break. All right. Innovation Reef. And by the way, I find these incredible guests, and I bring them on Sunday, that haven't been the usual guests for the most part, that go through the ringer day in and day out and day in and day out on radio and TV. And when I find them, Mr. Producer, next thing I know, they're on 15 shows a week. Remember Byron Donalds? We brought Byron Donalds on. I saw him doing a... He's great. I could see he was great. Now he's everywhere. And he should be. Brent Tolman, former U.S. attorney from Utah. He came on my show first. Now he's everywhere. Why? Because he's great. So really, I have developed the, the farm team for the other hosts. And by the way, I've also done that with substitute hosts on my show who become hosts in their own respect and are outstanding hosts because I know what I see and I'm a good uh, recruiter. We will have Representative Elise Stefanik on the program next hour. She was already scheduled to be here. She's the number three Republican in the House. And I'm very interested in talking to her about what's transpired here. Here we are in the I just want you to step back particularly those of you who are older. I didn't say old. I said older. I want you to step back. Have you ever seen anything like this in your life? That you have these rogue, wild, headhunting prosecutors on the loose? All Democrats? Going after Republican presidential candidate, a former president? With the stamp of approval from the Attorney General of the United States, who works for the Opposition party president? Can you imagine this happening? Even Obama didn't do this. Even Obama didn't do this. And all over the media this evening, on MSNBC and CNN, they're all justifying this. They're all celebrating it. Because they hate the country. They hate the country. The time is short. This isn't just happening. This is what the Democrat Party does. This is what it's always done. Always. I told you about these two books that are coming out. They will be wildly successful. Maddow's book in October. Another left-wing kook's book in late September. Their propaganda, their lies, they're all going to be devoured by millions and millions of people. We'll use the lies, the propaganda, and the rhetoric on millions of other Americans. I urge you not to tolerate this. I urge you to become informed. 
have 14 and a half million listeners to this program throughout the course of the week. A tiny fraction have decided to jump in so far. A tiny fraction have pre-ordered the Democrat Party Hates America. Just a tiny fraction. Maybe many of you. But not many. If I could give this book away, I would. But I can't. We have to pay the salaries of the people who are involved in processing it. The amount of money for the printing. The publisher has to get paid. The retail outlets have to get paid. So it's 40% off now on Amazon. That is pretty damn good. It's a little over 18 bucks. That's all it is. And for what? I would argue the most valuable book, other than a handful of other books, like the Bible, obviously, and so forth, but the most valuable book on what's going on in our country today. Today. And I, know, I want to encourage you to go to Amazon.com or any of these retail outlet links and pre-order your copies. If any of this interests you. If any of this is important to you. I think I know you. I wrote this for you. We labored on it. We, me, myself, and I, for a very, very long time. Many of you are activists. Most of you are not. But you can become an activist just by being a Thomas Paine or a Paul Revere. Now, let me ask you the truth. How many times have you listened to this program and quote something I've said or something that's been said on this program to somebody else? Mr. Producer, I've listened to all the time. Because I think for myself, I'm not listening to others in order to figure out what to say. I know what I want to say. We prepare here every single day at length. Morning, noon, and night. Mr. Producer probably got some things for me. 3 4 o'clock this morning. When he woke up, he saw them. Why? Because I couldn't sleep. Because this stuff is bothering me. But when you read this book, it reads like a novel, according to the best expert I know, my wife, and she tells me the truth, whether I like it or not. And it is chock full of information. Information that is relevant, that is crucial to winning the battle of ideas and then getting our country back. The other side never stops. The Rachel Maddows and so forth, they're not going to stop. But they have platforms that I don't have, as big as my platforms are. We don't have the vast majority of publications in this country. We have a few 
whose audience, whose readership is rather small. I am blessed to be on Fox. We're the number one show on the weekend on Fox, again and again and again. Goes back and forth between Marie and me, but we've had a pretty good string so far. At most, that might be 2 million viewers. There's 310 million, 330 million people in this country. People say to me, how are you going to get this information outside the bubble? No, you have to do it. A lot of people you know who are either on the fence or they're not sure or whatever, they don't listen to conservative radio or watch Fox. It's up to you to take the information. All the hard work's been done. And to run with it. It sits there for the pickings at Amazon.com. 40% off. It's up to you. Be right back. You know a company is looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and now 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk that also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Hmm. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Section 371 of 18 U.S. Code isn't even relevant. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Uh, hello? That's not a statute that's applied against challenges to elections. Or we'd have to build a prison and uh, have to be bigger than the Pentagon. Obstruction, an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. No. Challenging a proceeding in which Congress has the final say is not obstructing an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights that is conspiracy against your voting rights. I've never seen anything so full of S in my life. I'll be right back. Here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number... 877-381-3811 Now the reason why the Biden Injustice Department doesn't want challenges to elections 
is because they're doing everything they can to destroy our electoral process, including today's phony indictment. A friend of mine wrote me the following. I know there's so much going on with Biden and Trump, but wanted to make sure you were aware of this growing threat. Internal tracking, along with recent polling, shows this to be a dead heat right now, the election. We are confident that if we can get the conservative vote out, we can win this. What is this? On August 8th, this is for Ohio. On August 8th, Ohio voters will vote on issue one. A ballot measure that seeks to change a statute requiring 50% plus one to 60% to approve changes to the state constitution. Left-wing groups are targeting red states like Ohio to pass left-wing policies through ballot measures that they otherwise could not get through the state legislatures. In fact, the Communist Party of Ohio opposes issue one. Often these ballot measures don't clearly state what the impact will be if they change the Constitution. So they want to get it to 50% plus one, you see. So this is a model for the left. They've done this in California. To use in other red states and why the small business community, farmers, Second Amendment advocates, pro-family, pro-parent, pro-life groups are working together to try and change the statute to a 60% threshold in Ohio by voting yes on issue one on August 8th. That's next week, this time. Yes. Yes. On issue one. Last week, Cleveland's left-wing mayor made known his plans to use the ballot measure, a process to scale back Second Amendment rights. So this is what I mean when people say, oh, I'm a populist. Well, this is populism. Having all these ballot measures. But if people vote for a ballot measure and they deny you your constitutional and unalienable rights, uh, that's a problem. So we don't believe in populism. We believe in constitutionalism. Otherwise, you would vote for this. To reduce the 60% threshold to change the Ohio Constitution to 50% plus one. So all the left-wing groups pour in there, and they get what they want, and they destroy the state of Ohio. The ACLU, the American Criminal Liberty Union, pro-abortion industry groups like Planned Parenthood, that of course was founded by a eugenicist, have a measure on the ballot in November this year is so expansive and ambiguous that it would take away parental rights when it comes to sex change surgeries and abortions for minors. So this is the plan. Just this week, Protect Our Constitution rolled out their ads and grassroots operations are in high gear. I hope so. So if you're in Ohio, next week, make sure you vote. Make sure you vote the right way. It's not complicated. Vote yes on issue one. Yes on issue one. That's what you need to do. Now, I hope I'm right about that. It's yes on issue one. It's a ballot measure that seeks to change a statute requiring 50% plus one to 60% to approve changes to the state constitution. So yes, vote yes on issue one. But it's not just Ohio, America. 
This piece in Real Clear Politics that I've been waiting to get to by Ben Weingarten, who's fantastic, Real Clear Investigations. GOP lawmakers and other conservative critics are working to expose and fight a secretive executive order. A secret executive order by Biden to expand voter participation in elections, which they suspect has become a powerful government-wide complement to private left-wing election financing that could tip the 2024 campaign illegally and unfairly in Democrats' favor. Cast as a civil rights measure issued as the nation marks the 1965 Bloody Sunday police beatings of voting rights marchers outside Selma, Alabama, the president's 2021 directive orders every federal agency, more than 600, to register and mobilize voters. The federal government is involved in this. Particularly people of color, quote-unquote, and others the White House says face quote, challenges to exercise their fundamental rights to vote. Now, it's no secret that people of color vote overwhelmingly for Democrats. Starting to slow down. People are starting to stop and say, what am I doing? But it's still the case, at least for now. So the Democrat Party, that is Biden, is using the federal bureaucracy and all the resources involved in that to get out their base. It further orders the agencies to collaborate with ostensibly nonpartisan nonprofits. That one paragraph I just read to you should cause you to wet yourselves. Since issuing the order, critics claim the Biden administration has stonewalled efforts to scrutinize its implementation by often ignoring document requests and litigation to shield relevant documents. The critics, including members of Congress, state officials, government watchdog groups, say that Biden is attempting to federalize elections with an end run around the constitutionally prescribed state control over voting, in many cases using the resources of agencies with missions unrelated to registering voters. Some have labeled the president's order Biden bucks, evoking Zuck bucks. That is, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla Chance, funneling of over $400 million through two nonprofits into election offices across the country. During the 2020 election, the goal, of course, was to turn out Democrats, and it did. The money often flowed to left-leaning nonprofits managing critical aspects of election administration that were considered crucial to Biden's winning the White House. In a notable recent defeat for conservatives, Judge Beryl Howe, does that name ring a bell? She's since retired, but she's on senior status. Judge Beryl Howe, who worked for Patrick Leahy for a for a decade on Capitol Hill, was the chief judge in Washington, D.C., who ruled repeatedly against Trump, 100% for the government and against Trump, and also took away Trump's attorney-client privilege due process rights. She, an Obama appointee, on July 18, dismissed the Freedom of Information Act requests from America First Legal Foundation, siding with administration arguments that the records in question were exempt as privileged presidential communications. What a fraud and a phony she is. Trying to pry strategy documents loose, America First had sued nearly a dozen non-responsive agencies, ranging from agriculture, education, HHS to the EPA. Left-wing 
think tank Demos, which in late 2020 drafted a blueprint for the order, estimates that if fully implemented, it could generate three and a half million new or updated voter registrations annually. I'm sure they're all Democrats or a lot of them. They would be doing this if it helped Republicans. Let's just be honest. It's like open borders. Even a far more modest increase could dramatically impact the 2024 presidential elections, considering recent contests that have been decided by just thousands of votes in several states. And critics say the order could violate laws, including the Administrative Procedures Act. It could violate the Hatch Act. They don't care. Who's going to enforce it? Their concerns are driven in part by the fact that the directive appeared to be cribbed from the Demos white paper. Demos is a bunch of leftists, Democrats. Two ex-Demos executives, one of whom helped write the paper, departed for the Biden administration for roles positioning themselves to push for the order. And it goes on. So they want to change the voting system as they did in 2020. Then they want to attack anybody who dares to challenge it. And now they've criminalized it. If you're a lawyer, or if you're an organization, you're a person who challenges the vote from a conservative-slash-Republican perspective. Jack Smith just laid down the law to you. They've got all kinds of old, irrelevant statutes that they will dust off, and they will apply against you, and they will break your back. That's how serious this is. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. It's a pleasure to have the head of the Republican Conference, I think that's what they call it, Elise Stefanik, the number three Republican in the House. How are you? Great to be with you, Mark. What a day. I mean, I have to say, I've never been so furious in my, well, not in my life, but in my recent life. What do you make of this outrageous attack on our electoral system and President Trump? Well, it's just another day, and it's not a coincidence that there is a sham indictment on President Trump the day after bombshell testimony from Hunter Biden's longtime business partner who testified that Joe Biden uh, attended over 20 uh, meetings related to the illegal, corrupt business dealings of Hunter Biden. So this is the day after, but this is what we've seen for the past few months, Mark, that when there is bombshell testimony that continues to expose the corruption of what I believe is the greatest political scandal in my lifetime, mm-hmm. that is the Biden family corruption, then the DOJ gets weaponized against Joe Biden's top opponent, which is Donald Trump. So they're trying to suppress the will of the voters and meddle with the election using the Department of Justice to do so. The Department of Justice is now utterly corrupt. I think uh, a lot of people will agree with me now that our electoral system has been corrupted. Uh, as a result of this action today. So let me ask you something. Uh, If a candidate's not allowed to challenge election results, if they're not allowed to speak out about election results, if the government disagrees with the legal advice they're getting from various lawyers, and those lawyers are going to be indicted on top of it, if they're going to dust off statutes that have never been used ever for this sort of thing, and one of them has to be about 100 years old, um... 
you know, it's all lost if we don't win and take this thing back because this they're only going to get stronger and stronger and more intimidating, aren't they? Well, it really speaks back to when President Trump ran on the drain the swamp uh, mantra in 2016. He was so right, and I don't even necessarily think that the American people knew just how right he was. Now we know. We know that it is truly corrupt, and we need to get rid of the rot in these agencies. But you're exactly right, Mark. If we don't have the constitutional freedom of speech, if we're not able to, as candidates, elected officials, or everyday American citizens, speak out about election integrity, election security, we don't have a country. We don't have the United States of America as we know it. So it is incredibly important for people to wake up, and I think they are in so many ways. That's why you're seeing Biden's poll numbers plummet and uh, Trump's numbers continue to go up. And, and unfortunately, as that happens, the Department of Justice becomes more and more weaponized and politicized as an arm of the Biden campaign. And so are all these other agencies. I'm looking at this executive order Biden issued almost as soon as he stepped into the White House. It was written by Democrat Party operatives and radical operatives, weaponizing the entire federal government to turn out basically the Democrat Party base. And there have been efforts to get more and more information about this, blocked by radical left-wing judges like Beryl Howell, who has since taken senior status and so forth, FOIA requests for the information. It's like pulling teeth. We actually have federal resources going to organizations out in the states where they are registering, pushing for the registration of individuals who help make up the Democrat Party base. So this is really outrageous between that and the criminalization of politics with the Biden Justice Department. You know, people are throwing up their hands and saying, what the hell? And I have to be honest with you, Lisa, I hear Republicans saying no special counsel for Biden. And then I hear them saying uh, no impeachment uh, inquiry yet. We're not ready. I'm sitting here thinking, well, when are we going to be ready? What's it going to take? I've been. I've been very forward-leaning, so I support impeachment inquiry. Uh, I am in conversations with all the members of the conference and also with Speaker McCarthy, who has said himself that uh, he believes impeachment inquiry at the right time is an important, it's a constitutional responsibility that Congress must undertake as part of our oversight. Uh, It's a tool laid out in the Constitution. And unlike the Democrats who weaponized impeachment, these are significant corruption scandals of anything we've seen in my lifetime that we're seeing with the Biden family. But we have a number of tools. Think about the oversight tools we had. If it were not for House Republicans, the American people would not know of the 20 plus LLCs. They would not know of the tens of millions of dollars flowing, not just to Hunter Biden, but dozens of Biden family members. Tens of millions of those dollars flowed while Joe Biden was vice president. If it were not for House Republicans demanding those depositions, most recently of Hunter Biden's business partner, we would not have known and the American people wouldn't have known that Joe Biden had lied, saying he had never spoken to his son uh, about his business dealings. We know that's false. Uh, And the White House has been forced to change their statement on that, even though they think the American people, they they show a fundamental lack of respect by saying, no, we didn't change our position. It's very explicit. The White House had changed their position to cover their tracks. The other tool we have in Congress is the appropriation tools. So to go after each of these agencies when there are these politicized overreach, um, and we've just done that 
for example, you know, the Veterans Affairs Committee. We fully funded our veterans. But you know what we went after, Mark? We went after the office in VA that falsely attacked, politically attacked Republicans claiming we were going to cut vets, when the reality is we voted to increase spending for veterans. And every Democrat this last week voted against uh, increasing veterans' benefits and increasing funding. So that's an example where we will take a scalpel and look at all these politicized agencies from top to bottom of the different departments. Are we going to take a scalpel to the Attorney General's office? Are we going to take a scalpel to the FBI Director's office? And are we going to take a sledgehammer to their require, their request for a new headquarters? We're taking the sledgehammer request for the new headquarters, for sure. And, you know, I've been one of the most um, sort of forward-leaning when it comes to corruption at the highest levels of the FBI, Uh, going back to my questions of Director Comey, uh, which really started the unraveling of the Russia hoax. And this is, you know, years before the phony impeachment led by Adam Schiff, Uh, particularly with Chris Wray, not only the FBI's refusal to respond to congressional oversights, but holding them accountable Uh, on local issues. I've been able to hold the FBI accountable and demand transparency and on the national issues we need to do that as well so yes not just a scalpel but a sledgehammer to some of these agencies that are you know completely run amok that have been weaponized and there's a rot and what's really sad mark is we had witness testimony from whistleblowers within the fbi you know our incredible law enforcement officials who are not the political appointees but are coming forward saying that what is happening is not right and what does the fbi do they target them and they silence them and they threaten them. Again, that is un-American, and we need to make sure that we go after this in the appropriations process to make sure that we address this political malfeasance and return to the actual focus of the FBI, which is the rule of law, which is not what they're doing today. Elise Stefanik, I'd like to hold you over the break. We can for another segment. Elise Stefanik, the number three Republican leadership in the House of Representatives. We'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Elise Stefanik from New York, representative. 
head of the conference, the Republicans in the House. I can tell you the American people, at least those of us who are conservative and Republican, are very angry tonight, Congresswoman. I mean, furious. We're not stupid. We know it was just done. We know that they keep it up. We know that they have a two-track plan going on here where they're the Praetorian Guard for the Bidens. At the same time, they are an out-of-control Stalinist mob when it comes to Republicans and especially Trump. What do you want to tell your fellow Americans tonight? I want to tell my fellow Americans that we will hold the line as House Republicans and we will continue to follow the facts and follow this all the way to the top. I believe that the American people are smart. They know that Joe Biden is, quote unquote, the big guy. And I believe these tens of millions of dollars lead straight to Joe Biden. We have found the 20-plus illegal LLCs related to multiple Biden family members. We've uncovered tens of millions of dollars flowing into uh, at least a dozen Biden family members, tens of millions of those dollars while Joe Biden was vice president. And not only are we going to expose that and bring ultimately transparency, Mark, for the American people, but we're also going to make sure that we root out the rot in these agencies. I'm incredibly upset. We are losing our country before our very eyes. And the last 24 hours is just the epitome of what we've seen happen for the past few years, starting when President Trump upset the apple cart of the establishment, surprised everyone, and won in 2016. This goes back and is very much tied to the illegal Russia hoax. Uh, You remember Democrats smearing and their Trump derangement syndrome that they've had on day one. But I want to point out some dates that are important for your listeners. It's not just the past 24 hours that we're seeing the indictment. We saw in June when Congress got documents of Biden corruption. We saw the indictment on Mar-a-Lago from the Department of Justice. In July, the same thing, when we found more, or when Hunter Biden got his sweetheart plea deal, you saw again Jack Smith, a far-left radical prosecutor, add more indictments for President Trump. These are not coincidences. The fact that it happened the day after bombshell Biden corruption news, it's the mainstream media working and colluding with these government agencies to try to cover and cover up for the Biden family and for Joe Biden himself. You're 100% correct. Do the Republicans as a group in the House of Representatives, do they, are they almost to a man and woman united in this cause of getting to the bottom of this? Yes, we're united in this cause to get to the bottom of this. And again, the oversight role is very important. It's constitutionally part of our responsibility as Congress. And I know it can be frustrating for the American people, but look at what we've uncovered. And we're going to uncover all of the facts. And we are going to make sure that all these questions are answered. And we've only done this in eight months in the majority, Mark. We're going to continue doing that due diligence and it's even though the FBI is required to turn over these documents, these uh, witnesses under subpoena are required to show up. We're having to fight back. I mean, the DOJ threatened Devin Archer, the witness yesterday. They're threatening these whistleblowers on a day to day basis uh, and they refuse to turn over documents. We have to threaten them with contempt of Congress. So it is a, a back and forth every single day, but we are not going to be deterred. And I think I stand with all of my colleagues that they want the truth and they want accountability. Mm-hmm. What do you make of the fact that uh, lawyers who advised President Trump were indicted 
for giving an opinion that the government didn't agree with or the Democrat Party didn't agree with. They were indicted, including John Eastman. What do you make of that? It's chilling. It's fundamentally not who we are as a country. It's not according to our founding principles. And let's let's take a step back, Mark. You had Democrats for four years say that Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. You had mainstream Democrats, the vast majority of the Democrat Party, perpetrate the false, phony Russia hoax. You had Democrats in 2004, 2000, challenge electoral college votes of George W. Bush. So to now say that it's unacceptable for Republicans to talk about election security and election integrity and the importance of having safe and secure elections, it's fundamentally un-American and it's so hypocritical. That's why the American people, I believe, are going to elect President Trump next November, because they know we need to clean out the swamp. But these states have to get their act together, particularly the Republican states and some of the swing states with voter harvesting, early voting. All that has to be done if we're going to have a shot at this, no? It does have to be done. And I'll tell you, from a blue state in New York, we came close to winning the gubernatorial race with a great candidate, Lee Zeldin. But look at what the Democrats are trying to do in New York. I know it's not a swing state at the presidential, but it's an example that when there's single party Democrat rule, they're trying to cheat their way and redraw the congressional maps because they lost at the ballot box. So now they want gerrymandered districts drawn by a Democrat legislature. They want to, you know, trample over the decision of the courts. Uh, You're seeing um, trying to move towards universal mail-in ballots. You're seeing taxpayer-funded campaigns to try to prop up incumbents, Democrat incumbents. And uh, that's what we're unfortunately seeing in these blue states. It is incredibly important that our state leaders stand up for election integrity and election security, that we clean the voter rolls to make sure um, they are actual legitimate legal votes. We need to have a chain of custody for any valid absentee ballot with signature verification. We need voter ID. These are common sense proposals that not just Republican voters agree with, but you talk to average Americans, they're registered Democrats, independents, they agree with it too because it's common sense. I agree 100%, but the problem is in your state, the Democrat Party does not. It's an iron fist rule, and they're trying to take out a few of your Republican congressmen, aren't they? They are, and the law is on our side. The New York Constitution is on our side. And remember, that case that was decided, it was a Democrat uh, judge at the Court of Appeals who sided with the people of New York uh, to have free and fair lines for free and fair elections and not have gerrymandered lines that were so egregiously drawn uh, it would suppress the will of you know New York voters. It wasn't a Republican judge. It was a Democrat judge at the highest level at the Court of Appeals. Now, what did Governor Kathy Hochul do, who in many ways is even worse than her corrupt criminal predecessor, Andrew Cuomo, and that takes a lot for me to say that, Mm -hmm. is she's become just a tool of the far left. She put in a radical judge to try to toss these lines uh, because they can't win at the ballot box. I want to thank you, Elise Stefanik. You've been outstanding as the number three Republican in the House, and we'll have you back. We look forward to it. Thank you, Mark. All right. God bless. She happens to also be one of my wife's favorite congresspeople up there, too. I want to read you something from my buddy Joel Pollack, who is a brilliant lawyer from Breitbart. Special counsel Jack Smith's indictment 
against former President Trump this, this evening for his role in attempting to challenge the results of the 2020 presidential election includes several weighty felonies, including one for which death may be a penalty, Mr. Producer. 18 United States Code, Section 241, Conspiracy Against Rights. Probably never heard of that before because it's not used. Includes a penalty of up to 10 years in federal prison, but it adds that if death results from the actions covered under this provision, the offender may be executed. What does the statute say exactly? If two or more persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district, the free, excuse me, the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or laws of the United States, or because of his having so exercised same, or if two or more persons go in disguise on the highway or on the premises of another with intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege so secured, as you can see, this is really intended for Klansman types. They shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And if death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or if such acts include kidnapping or attempted kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to kill, they shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for any term of years or for life, or both, or may be sentenced to death. While one person, Ashley Babbitt, was shot by law enforcement officers. She died as a result of the Capitol riot on January 6th, which Smith said Tuesday was the result of Trump's claims about the election. But Democrats have blamed Trump for the unrelated deaths of several protesters and Capitol Police officers. The alleged crimes in January 6th indictment against Trump include lengthy prison terms as penalties as well, 18 U.S.C. 371, conspiracy to defraud the United States, which is crap. 18 U.S.C. 1521K, conspiracy to obstruct an official process. Not obstructing, you're participating in the electoral process. You're challenging results. Just like Al Gore did. Just like Democrats always do. 18 U.S.C. Section... 1512C, obstruction or an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. How so? By taking your lawyer's advice and suggesting that the vice president has power, constitutional power. And by the way, on that issue, it's not at all clear whether the vice president does or does not have that power. That is to send electors back to the states or whatever. It's not a cut-and-dried thing. It's not black and white. I know the legal analysts on TV will tell you it is. They don't know crap. That's why they're legal analysts. Trump is convicted of all four charges, receives the maximum non-lethal penalty, could be imprisoned for 55 years if the sentences are run consecutively, in addition to the possible 460 years in the documents case. Now think about that. Out of all the people Merrick Garland could have picked, he picked this guy. This guy was sent to Siberia. The Hague is the equivalent of Siberia, if you're a prosecutor in the United States. That's where he was sent. This guy's a punk. I hope he chokes on his next uh, Subway sandwich, Mr. Bedosa. 
Yes, I do. I said that. I hope he chokes on it. Subway. He's a regular guy, you know. Just a regular guy. He just destroyed our electoral system. I don't care what any politician says here. He's destroyed it. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? What are the rules now? Who decides the rules? What are the rules? And I would say to my dear friend Jonathan Turley and Andrew McCarthy, uh, no, the other indictment on the documents case is not a slam dunk. Otherwise, he would not have added a few more charges. It's not a slam dunk because there are a number of motions that can be filed, and they're not frivolous. They're very, very serious. And the, uh, the hitman knows it. <clears throat> when you're bringing a indictment, a charges in an indictment, in front of a grand jury in Washington when the Department of Justice guidelines for prosecutors make it clear that's not acceptable. I think a judge would want to know about that. And when you deny somebody their attorney-client privilege rights, claiming crime fraud exception, it's all done in secret, the order's in secret, I think the judge in Florida would need to look at that. And when you have a senior litigator a senior attorney in the Department of Justice who just happens to be working for Jack Smith, who's accused of extortion, by a prominent attorney representing a co-defendant in the documents case, which is another torpedo on the side of the pirate ship. I don't want to hear from the legal analysts how cut and dry this case is in Florida. And then, of course, we have a general warrant. Oh, yeah, you can look at the boxes or anything kind of around there. That's okay. That's not a warrant. That's an unbounded search. There's a lot that can be said for what's taking place and a lot of motions that can be filed. Meanwhile, Politico's thrilled because all the lawyers that Trump has to hire that are being paid for by his PAC, which is legitimate, are draining his campaign and the PAC of their resources. So it all has political intent, all of it. The timing, the number of charges, the kind of charges the rogue nature of the investigation. This is all purposeful, all of it. I'll be right back. Mark You know, folks, we've got an awful lot swirling around this country, both internally and externally. We've got wars going on in all parts of the world. We've got riots effectively going on in our colleges and universities. We have inflation through the roof. It's an election year to boot. All these problems are often huge tailwinds for gold, which is why gold is at all-time highs, looking like it's going to go higher. And when it comes to gold, I only trust my friends at Advantage Gold. They help Americans just like you protect your retirement accounts and help safeguard your wealth through diversification. So call them right now. 800-900-8000. Get their free 2024 gold and silver kit plus a special Mark Levin discount worth up to $1,300 if you qualify. Call Advantage Gold right now, 800-900-8000. See if you qualify to get your special Mark Levin discount worth up to $1,300 today. Performance may vary. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial and tax professional. On Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, we will be announcing the Reagan Library event, the date the time we will give you the link first come first served we have a speech and discussion period a wonderful dinner there a signing 
and it usually sells out within seven or eight minutes. So those of you who are interested, it'll be Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll be giving you all the details with our friends from from the Reagan, Reagan Library. In the meantime, don't forget, Saturday, September 23rd at 10 a.m. will be at Bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Very important. And Sunday, September 24th, will be at Barnes & Noble in McLean, Virginia at the Tyson's Corner Mall. We want to salute all our heroes. We want to salute all of you great patriots. I hope you'll take a trek over to Amazon so we can get, get kicking here and really do some uh, good for the country. The book is called The Democrat Party Hates America, and by God it does. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.